Hi, it's Mickey Dolenz here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Whoa, I'm reading this Wikipedia article about what they call money heist, a.k.a. La Casa de Papel. Uh, phenomenal series, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. I'm reading this, and it's so funny because they're talking about the villains. And uh, they're saying that's where everyone gets alarmed, when you have to prove that a villain also has a heart. She added that the amount of information and technology that surrounds us is allowing us to verify that everyone has a dark side. So it's interesting because as right as... Right as I read that, everyone has a dark side. This song popped up on Alexa. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Quite a synchronicity. I will continue to document these synchronies, synchronicities as often as, often as possible. I'm uh, here with my sister Jenny. We are at the um, Staples Center. We're here for the Grammys, of all things. We're here for the Grammys, making our way to our seats. Okay, sea level, so you're going to go down past the women's restroom, you're going to see a line, they're going to be getting on the elevator. You want to get on the elevator, show that to the host of the elevator, and that's okay. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to take pictures, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't see that thing over there. You tell this is going to be an extraordinary, extraordinary event. C, is that what you said? So as you walk through here, there's no telling. No telling who is here tonight. Assistants, attorneys. PR, what do they call them? Public relations people. Uh, just all kinds of um, nannies, probably nannies are here. Uh, all kinds of people. There's just no telling who we will see here tonight. More on this later. Jen, did you ever think that one day you'd be at the Grammy Awards? No, he didn't. What are your thoughts about tonight so far? Pretty cool. Lots of good performers. Lots of fun. I know you're a huge Ariana Grande fan. Did you enjoy her performance? <laughs> oh, yeah. Huge fan. She, yeah, that was cool. What do you like best about the sets? Uh, they're all different. Are you excited about seeing Aerosmith and Run DMC tonight? Yeah, that's going to be a cool performance. For sure. Boys to Men even came out. I know. I like them. For the Festivus. Yeah. They had a Prince medley done by Usher, which is funny because I was just thinking about that guy for some reason just the other day. I was wondering what he's been up to, and now we know. Did a good job on those songs. You excited about the after party? <laughs> I am if I can stay awake for it. How many people do you think are here today? Uh, I have no idea. Thousands. What year do you think Yatley Cruz could have played here? <laughs> Hopefully next year. That would be cool. 2021, baby. Yeah. Maybe we'll play the after party. Maybe we'll play right here at the Grammy Awards. It's so crazy because Kobe Bryant died today. We heard that he died today. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to let you listen to whatever is going on right now. Oh, 
still got we still got 30 seconds here the lighting show here is crazy it's phenomenal one two three four five six like six six or seven floors Oh yeah, this is awesome. We love this. This is great. It's amazing. This is so fun. Oh, so cool.
I gotta say, uh, Jenny and I had a terrific time out there at the Grammys, and um, it was really interesting that they brought back some of these artists that, I mean, as far as I know, I don't think I've seen them out there in the populace. Maybe they've been making music, and I'm just not aware of it. I think Alicia Keys, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's she's been out of the limelight for a while, but she uh, hosted it. Well, I guess if you watched it on TV, you know what, what happened. Uh, it was just really exciting to see some of these uh, artists from back in the day. A lot of music there. A lot of music. It was especially crazy to see Aerosmith and Run DMC. My God, that was nuts. So, I gotta say, I'm very fortunate to have the friends that I have. There's a vast difference in when we are when we choose to be um, nice to people versus if we're um, mean to people if we give them a bad attitude so there's a lot to be said for having a good attitude um, smiling as David Lynch says his, his character in Twin Peaks, Gordon Cole. One of the things he says is, he says this to Coop, and I think I might have said this in a past episode. He goes, uh, he goes, Coop, a sm- uh, your uh, your smile is an upside down umbrella. I thought that is fantastic. What a what an extraordinary piece of advice from Golden Gordon Cole. Ooh, interesting. I almost said golden. If you switch a couple letters, instead of Gordon Cole, you get golden core. Aha! Golden core. Interesting. Golden core. Interesting. Interesting. And then when you think about that, wow. Because in Twin Peaks uh, season three, the, basically there is a golden core, which is uh, which the, the, uh, the giant and, uh, oh, what's her name? Lady, oof. I forgot what her name is, but there's that part in Twin Peaks season three where they they have the golden looks like a a bowling ball of sorts, and they end up putting it into a machine from possibly you know it's never stated um, as the White Lodge. It might be the White Lodge, but it's not white in there. It's all, it's well, it's black and white. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, when you think about that, they fire that up. And it's Laura Palmer. They shoot it out there into the world. So, yeah, Gordon Cole. Your smile is an upside-down umbrella. Yeah, it, pay, it pays to be... Just nice to people, good to people, inquisitive about people. When you're inquisitive about people, they, um, I've noticed in my studies, in my travels and travails, is when you ask people about themselves, they, they, well, they open up. And then they get to tell you stories about stuff that you wouldn't normally hear uh, or and 
and or stories that they wouldn't normally ever tell people too, which is another, which is another cool thing. So now they feel that they've given, given you a piece of them. It's possible to be viewed as one of the friendliest people uh, in town without even having to say a word. All you got to do is listen. Now, I know on this podcast, I do a lot of talking. However, I like to believe that I do some listening, too. I interview folks. Curious, curious about what's going on in there. What's going on in those brains? What's going on in their creative process? The things that spark them to be excited. Um, the passions that move them along. All that stuff is very uh, exciting to me to, to, to find out. You know, I think when... When you put when you put out good vibes, put out any vibes, those vibes come back to you. I'm watching this movie right now, which is uh, quite interesting. I, I, I I'm curious if the creators of this movie um, are aware and or practice even a hint. Um. Okay, so I'm watching a movie, The Annihilation, or or. Uh, Annihilation. I don't, think, I don't think it's the annihilation. I think it's just annihilation. And in it, they go into this, this place where they see all these interesting hybrid uh, plants, hybrid animals. There's a part where this woman even starts growing. You actually start seeing like flowers and plants growing out of her skin. And one of the th- one of the uh, the theory that she had was that within this sort of like they call it the shimmer within this sort of like shimmery area where there's all these all this all these plants all the, all this stuff. Uh, her her theory is that it's a it's like a prism. I think that's the word she uses. It refracts. It refracts. It refracts and reflects everything that's within within that shimmering space. And what's interesting is that little piece right there is a symbolic representation of just as the universe, as we know it, acts with us, how it behaves with us and the cooperation and relationships that we share with the universe. And so like she was saying that all the thoughts, all the stuff that they were saying out loud, all that stuff, it gets refracted right back within that sort of ecosystem and continues to grow at it. It makes it a combination of these various items, which is quite interesting because if we think about it, that's what happens in life. The manifestation of reality. When we're talking about stuff, we're thinking about stuff, and all of a sudden, then there we go, and all of a sudden it goes, and then it, and it, and then it, it echoes back to us in a different camouflage, I guess, than that we're expecting to see. It, it, it reflects itself back as this sort of hybrid um, Frankensteinish creature. So. When you think about that, even if we just play with that idea, when we experiment with that, and we say, okay, what are my thoughts right now? What are my actions right now? What are my intentions behind those thoughts? What are my intentions behind those actions? What are my, um, um, interests in saying these particular things? What's, what... How might this manifest? How might this, this domino effect come back around? If I yodel, how is that echo going to be heard? To, to me and to those who are listening. So, uh, it's, 
really quite interesting when we chart the path of when we're thinking about something and when it appears. I love these science fiction type um, thrillers. I'm not real big on blood and guts and gore. Not big on that at all. And there is some of that in this movie. There is some of that. I, I wouldn't say it's, uh, what do they call it? Torture porn. It's not at all anywhere close to that. But, you know, you do see some weird, bloody situation. Some uh, bloody and gutsy situations. You see it in this movie. However, it's not the thing that they're resting on their laurels with. It's an additive. It's a byproduct. Whoa, shit. It's an extra... I just... I, whoa. I just stepped into what might be described as a pothole. Uh, sometimes I like to walk down this median. Looks like they layered some grass in here. They tore out a couple of these trees. There's a tree that I really liked over here. They tore it out. There's more grass on here than there ever has been before. A median that I like to walk on. Every once in a while I have a conversation out here by this little tree at night so I don't disturb um, my sister inside while she's sleeping. If I have late night conversations, I'll some, sometimes come out here, bundle up, sit by the tree and have a conversation. Actually, it'd be really cool to put on a little concert right here. Because you're protected. You're in the middle of, you know, all these cars buzzing back and forth. It would be an interesting little mini concert for, for those who are driving by. Try to get one of those uh, battery-operated amplifiers. Like my buddy Alex Smart has... I don't know if he still does, but he used to do his uh, street performances out there in Venice Beach. Uh-oh, here we go. Hold on a second. I'll let you listen to these sounds for a sec. Good day. All right. Going in. I am going in. And, um... We'll talk more. We'll talk more later. I trust you're doing well. I trust you're staying inspired. I trust that um, all of your dreams are coming true. Yeah. Um, I trust all of your dreams are coming true. I trust that you're staying focused on your thoughts that you are noticing the effects that are happening in the universe and making the connection between what you imagined and what is appearing in front of you. More later, folks. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is crazy. I Like right now, it's 12.35 p.m. right now. Actually, it was 12.34 um, when it happened. So it just clicked over. 12.34, 1, 2, 3, 4, which I... Oh, my God. Intriguing things happen at 1, 2, 3, 4. And so what's interesting is... Right as I was typing into my notifications, my my uh, mom's birthday is February 1st. So I was leaving a notification for myself to call her on her birthday so that alarm would go off, remind me. And right when I put call mom for her birthday, uh, Coldplay here on the Alexa radio said, it said, dad, it's... Uh, say like, Dad, it's your birthday. That was the lyric. He said, Dad, it's your birthday. 
right as I was typing in, call mom for her birthday. So I had to make a note of that. Not to mention that my battery, as I look at it right now, is 80%, which is eight. Eight is infinity. Oh my gosh. This is gonna be this is gonna be so crazy. So crazy. I this is gonna be there's gonna be so many more of these synchronicities, I just know it. Uh I'm going up to the store. It's gonna get pretty windy out here. So far. seemed a lot windier inside. I could hear it whipping around the trees out here. It's actually a little bit warmer than I anticipated and less windy than I thought. So I've been watching the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, which is a phenomenal and sort of surrealistic TV show. I understand it's based on a comic book. And it's really cool to see these misfits. Uh, I'd like to see them use their powers more often. That would be exciting. To see... Uh, I think it was in the first episode, there's a one of the kids... Um, one of the kids, I don't know what his powers are, um, yet, and I, I don't, I don't know if they showed it, uh, one of them apparently can grow tentacles, and you only see it once, and it's behind a door, and you just see silhouettes of these tentacles flapping around, um, you know, getting these bad guys during a bank robbery you see one one uh, one example of that and I have not yet seen another example I still have several episodes to go I think what's awesome is uh, seeing more and more of these kinds of interesting hodgepodges hodgepodges uh, of surrealistic uh, heroes, these teams, I think is really, really cool. My prediction is, let's see. Okay, these are my predictions. One, I'm going. To, we're going to see more, pe- more um, people, and more movies, TV shows that feature the yes and type of mentality. We're going to see more of that. I'm starting to see more of it. I'm starting to see more people accepting absurdity, accepting surrealism, uh, rather than standing on the outside of it and going, oh, that's weird. Now they're just they're going along with it. Play, playing along with it. Um, my playfulness in a conversation, my my um, um, the language acrobatics that that is shared between the 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 uh, my fellow conversationalist and I. The fun, the surreality, the absurdity, the playfulness, all that jazz outweighs, outvalues something that is practical. Uh, or expected uh, or common Kerouac talks about that the commonplace thing the people for him are the mad ones the ones who do not say a commonplace thing that's me too I'm fascinated I'm intrigued I lean in closer uh when uncommon discussions are happening. For instance, why aren't more of us 
pondering how we can better form a relationship with the universe. Isn't that interesting? There was a show on, uh, I saw two episodes of this new show that's on Netflix, Gwyneth Paltrow. It's called Goop Lab. And it's basically um, a series of a series of uh, adventures that she and her team go on. The one episode I saw was uh, they they fly off to uh, Peru or somewhere and they eat all these magic mushrooms. They have all these extraordinary revelations. And one of the things that the practitioners were talking about was that in these other cultures, you know, Peru and whatnot, where, where shamanism is just commonplace. <laughs> That's the commonplace. If there's going to be a commonplace conversation I'm going to have, I want it to be one that is a commonplace. Like, I would love for the commonplace conversation to be um, that type of stuff. Shamanism, you know, that type of stuff. If that were the common dialogue, oh my God. I'd be swimming in it all day long. Um, but in these cultures, they find it interesting that uh, uh, we come out from America wanting to supplement our lives with this extra spiritual awakening thing. And they think, wow, this is just part of our lives already. Um, so it is very strange to see that... Um, It is very strange to see that, uh, that, you know, that, that these folks, um, have issues wrapping their brains around it or even wanting to try to understand it or wanting to better enhance their lives, um, with the unseen, with the invisible. Wow. I mean, if that was a commonplace thing... That's the idea right there. That's the idea right there. So, I think we're going to see a lot more absurdity, a lot more unapologetic, just pure, just just pure experimentation. It's already going in that direction as it is. It's happening. I saw Magnolia again last night, which was extra- extraordinary. Uh, just so good. The storytelling is so good. Talk about unapologetic storytelling. And, and it includes in there interesting cosmic, you know, synchronicities and such. A lot of parallels between people. Um, man, it's really, really interesting. Really interesting and cool. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that happening. Um, I'll talk to you more about this later on. i got to do some shopping. On my way back now from the store. Um, I've been editing a new video. I'm very excited. It's going to be around five minutes. I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I might have. It contains traditional 2D animation. In addition to what I like to call a rotoscope kind of quality to it. So, and so as, you're, as you're watching it, it's, it's basically, rotoscope is that technique that has been used in past movies throughout the years where you trace frame by frame the movie each each frame each little millimo- each little milli movement frame by frame uh, and then they color it in like a cartoon I believe American pop I believe that's the name of one of them, American Pop. Uh, oh gosh, what was that? Alexand- Alexandra? Alexandria? 
That was a cartoon. That's rotoscoped. There's an old cartoon, Lord of the Rings. There's some cartoon stuff in there that's rotoscoped. And you see it and you go, wow, this is quite an interesting quality here. Very interesting. So I'm trying to add that kind of quality, this, that kind of aesthetic to this particular series that I'm working on involving the interplanetary escapee played by Paul Pate, a.k.a. Pauly Shores, of Yachtly Crew. If you would ever like to add things, I mean, you could possibly get your voice into one of these things if you wanted to. Call up the hotline. Leave a message on the voicemail. It's a voicemail. 561 203-9179. That is the... Um, it's just a voicemail thing there. So you, if you call it up, you can leave a message on there. I don't care if you leave a poem, if you leave a short story, if you leave a, uh, a dream that you had, an interesting synchronicity that you encountered, uh, a revelation that just struck your antenna that you must talk about. Call it up, leave the message... And I'll put it into the podcast. Which I think would be a lot of fun to be able to hear yourself. Distributed across the airwaves. Everybody gets a kick out of that. Everybody gets a kick out of that. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> I had to get some extra quarters. But I would enjoy a nice vodka tonic cocktail while I was watching Umbrella Academy. Um, All right, more, more later. I have another prediction. I think just as people are, like we've been hearing, uh, we've been hearing about how folks are tired of seeing these superhero films and they're just being inundated. I think this is something that happens when you see too much when you're when you're when you're when you're just 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like it's like eating a like I love pumpkin pie in whipped cream. I like it cuz it's a special thing. Do I want to eat it every day? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I could say right now that I'd want to eat pumpkin pie Every day, and I could totally do that. And I'm saying that now because I don't have any pumpkin pie in front of me. If pumpkin pie was in front of me all day, every day, all the time, every time, I would love to believe that I could continue to appreciate it just as much as when I don't have it that often. I'd love to believe that. Maybe this is what happens to, to some marriages. And that's what it is. That you start taking it for granted. You're like, oh my gosh, here's this delicious thing. Now, I remember as a kid, I remember we'd, we'd have, uh, you know, whether it be, you know, some, some sort of holiday over at my grandparents' house. And I remember the, the, the um, adults going, oh, I'll just have a sliver. It's too rich for me. And my brother and I just gobbling up this pie, just going, oh my God, what? It's too rich for you. That would just, that concept just made no sense to us. Like you're, we're thinking you're only taking a little tiny bit. All right. <coughs> we're, <coughs> we're just going to eat a few slices of this. Well, as I get older, I notice that I'll eat stuff and I realize, whoa, this is just so rich. What does that mean? Rich. Does that mean that it's just so filled with sweets that you're like, okay, okay, I don't, I don't want anything sweet anymore. I don't want anything sweet. I think that's what's going on with, as we've been hearing from some people, yeah, they're tired of the superhero films. This is my prediction is I think, um, as we've seen probably over the past decade, I mean, maybe I'm just noticing it because I, I don't really, I don't watch official television Official television, I'm talking like 
the channels that are just out there on on cable and all that jazz. ABC, NBC, whatever, whatever. All that jazz, all that razzmatazz. Um, I, I, I'll watch Netflix. I'll watch... I got Cody. I got the Fire Stick. I'll watch YouTube videos. Those are things that, uh, you know, it's it's basically, it's entertainment that is heart-based. And by heart-based, I'm not necessarily saying like a Hallmark TV show. I'm saying heart-based in terms of following your heart. I follow my heart. I'm going, okay, what do I feel like watching? What do I, what am I in the mood for? And then I go for it. And I look for it, and I find it, and there it is. I'm watching exactly what I want to watch, and I don't watch what I don't want to watch. <laughs> and there it is. And I'm not trying to flip through all these channels. Anyway, this isn't uh, about how cool I am. This is about noticing that even though I've stayed away from it, uh, it still finds its way to me. Maybe it's through Twitter. Maybe it's through an, an associated video somehow that's somehow connected with some other video that I'm watching on YouTube. And I think I, my prediction is people are going to just get sick and tired. They're going to really just get so sick and tired. They're going to start looking through, um, you know, all sides and realize, wait, it's not just one or the other. It's not just this one party versus this other party. There's so many intricate things. And on top of that, hearing all of the stuff going on, you know, all this corruption, all this stuff. So I think people are going to get tired of it and they're going to go, you know what? I'm just, I'm not giving you guys any more attention because what happens when you don't give something attention? It's like when you stop watering a plant, it shrivels up and dies. (laughs) So... I, I, I like to believe that right now people are coming up with alternative solutions to to that. They're just going to have enough of it. I've had enough. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And we're going to see um, less people watching the news, paying attention to the news. It won't be this thing. You know, it'll be this thing where people will be at work or uh, on the subway or whatnot, and someone tries to bring up the news to them, and they'll go, I I didn't know that was happening. I'm actually more concerned about what's happening right here in this particular reality that's happening between me and you in my immediate paradigm right here and right now. When we approach the idea of the... that we're each our own paradigm coexisting with a whole bunch of other people who are living in their own paradigm. Uh, And the the, the idea that our own time and our own reality is relative to us and how we're viewing it. And we realize that we are actually manifesting our own realities. We're going to choose to not co-create disastrous situations we're going to choose to not like this this uh, apparently there's a new virus out there eventually people are going to see through this stuff especially now you know because youtube has been around a while there are a lot of investigators out there a lot of detectives out there showing what really is going on making these extraordinary connections between things um And I think as a result of that, the same thing with Instagram, you know, all of these amazing resources for those historians who are out there to present their information, uh, all all those people who like to dive deep into their investigations, they're, they're able to share this stuff with people, with all of us. And it's great. And it's awesome. And the more that people are shown just how powerful they are on their own and the more that they come to the realization that the government are our civil servants they're working for us they're working for you did you know that they're your employee you're paying them imagine if everyone everyone came to the agreement 
um, of just going, nah, nah, I'm not going to participate in that. Nah. It's like that old, it's like that old uh, pondering. If, if there was a war declared and no sides showed up, there'd be no war. You can't have a game without the players. It's, it's so interesting to me that, that people choose to go into the military to be yelled at and to die and to fight a whole bunch of other people out there. That if, if it were a different circumstance, those very people could be their best friend. Those people could be like, what if the war was this? Instead of showing up with your guns and all that stuff, it's a conversation about you all make an agreement of, about having these conversations about the connections between you, the commonalities, the similarities, all of the things that are helpful, all of the things that are joyful, all of the things that are harmonic. If that were at the root of it, harmony. Wow, just imagine. Take a look at orchestras. If you didn't have harmony in there, would you know, would it be as pleasant to hear? So, uh, harmony, collaboration, reciprocation, cooperation, those are the roots. Those are the roots. That's the basis. That's the, that's the basis right there. All right, folks. Enough of my soapbox. More, more on this later. Or more on something else later. <laughs> Take care. Hey, Google, what is censorship? Hey Google, who is Julian Assange? According to Wikipedia, Julian Paul Assange is an Australian editor, publisher, and activist who founded WikiLeaks in 2006. Hey Google, are you listening? Hey Google, are you there? Hey Google, what is WikiLeaks? According to Wik. Thank you, man behind the machine, for that really intriguing nugget of information. Um. Yeah, there's no telling. There's no telling how much information is being collected, is there? Through the either the um, the Alexa or through the Google thing, you just you just don't know. You don't know what they're listening to, what they're collecting, what they're putting out there in the world. One of the parts of Insprata Projecto here is in addition to presenting information that has to do with otherworldly things, supernatural, uh, um, uh, what do you call that? What do you call that? Fringe theories. Uh, I, I think the point here is to present information that might not necessarily be out there in the mainstream for people to hear about. Maybe uh, inspiring folks to go check out YouTube videos about some of this stuff that that we discover. We're all detectives here. We're all detectives here. We're all trying to find out how to best connect with what's going on in this world. And um, the more that we bring to light information that helps us empower ourselves 
with more knowledge, it, 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 it helps us to be free. That's my theory. Folks, if you're listening, please consider sending an email to insproudoprojecto at gmail.com. You can participate, just like man behind the machine over here. If you have Anchor, the Anchor app, please feel free to uh, go onto my profile page here, Insprouto Projecto, and you can leave a voice message, just like man behind the machine did. If you'd like, you can call the hotline, 562, oh, sorry, scratch that. This is the phone number, 561-203-9179-er. I always have to sing the song in my brain so I can remember it. It goes, five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. So if you can remember the theme song to the hotline, the Inspirator hotline, it will never escape your brain. It will be stuck in there from that moment forward. And call me up with your theories. Call me up with your you know, your strange ideas. Call me up with the, this is the platform for you. I'm inviting you. This is a buffet, a mixtape of all kinds of information, all kinds of, uh, send me your dreams. Have you been abducted by aliens? Have you had a close encounter of the third kind? Have you met them yourself? Send me that information. Send it in. Call it up. And I'll put, it on, I'll put it on the podcast. I've done it in the past, and I will do it again. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We will back, be back out with some more interesting, interesting information on the next episode, which, by the way, Yachtly Crew is going to be playing in Morrow Bay. It's already a sailed-out show. It's a sailed-out show, folks. Morrow Bay, tomorrow, February 1st. And... Uh, yeah, we'll be out there. So I'll be podcasting on the road. Uh, I'll be riding up there with Polly Shores. So we're probably going to, you know, have a lot of crazy, crazy stuff that we're going to be talking about. Also, stay tuned. I'm, I'm still editing a new video that's going to be up on IGTV. I've been editing it and uh, just adding sound. I've still got some more editing to do. Editing it all on my phone, which I'm so excited about. Oh, also, for you filmmakers out there, screenwriters, podcasters, I, uh, this is something that's important. If you make PSAs, how-to videos, um, uh, um, social media videos, a- any of that stuff, submit it to Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. We just opened up submissions for it, which, by the way, I will be posting interviews that I have um, that I was conducting during Kapow, and uh, that th- those will be up on here. So stay tuned for those. But yeah, we're opening up. We got submissions. We're gonna do it in. Uh, 2021, January 2021. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love it if you were to uh, submit your stuff. Do it. I'd love it. Okay, folks, take care. And keep the inspirato flowing. Owen, Owen.